This call is being recorded. First of all, I want to say thank you. Welcome and thank you for joining the Next Level with author, evangelist, life coach, Shakisha Edmonds. The next level is to make you better, push you forward, and take you higher to the next level. It's to make you better, push you forward, and take you higher. Everyone's next level is different. Everyone's next level is different, but everyone's level is the same. And I will explain that as we go further into this class. So first, I want to give thanks to my higher power, to whom I choose to call my my Lord and my Savior, Jesus the Christ. Father God, I thank you. I praise your holy name, sweet Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, for this is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad there in it, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, you said if you're faithful to the few, I'll bless you with much, Lord God. So I thank you for the few that are on the line on this morning, Lord God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for their next, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for using me as a living, willing, and ready, able vessel to be used to be able to speak through me, Lord God, speak through my vocal cords like only you can, Lord God. Sit me down that your Holy Spirit may rise up in me, Lord God. Father God, I thank you for your way in, Lord Jesus. I ask you to run it from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, Lord God. I ask you, God, that everything that you birth in her, Lord God, you will birth through her in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for knowing her next level, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, for opening up her, her spiritual perspective, Lord God, that she will see herself on the level that you have called her to be on, Lord God, that you will usher her into higher levels, higher heights in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus for your daughter, Miss Wilburn, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for touching her. I thank you for anointing her. I thank you, Lord God, for the call that is on her life, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, in the for anointing her from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, Lord God. Saturate her in the blood of Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing in the through to tour and for in the mighty name of Jesus. Have your way on this day, Lord God. Have your way on this day, sweet Jesus. Thank you, God, for what you're doing in the atmosphere of the women that's on this line. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Anoint us from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Have your way. Have your way, Father. Have your way in this world. Bless a new more of you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen, amen, amen. Father God, I lift up one Tina in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask you to anoint her, Lord God. I ask you to anoint her eye gates, her ear gates, in the mighty name of Jesus, that she can hear from you, that she can see 
you see you in the spiritual realm, realm, Lord God. See herself elevating even now, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord God. Oh, shit, that I will see for you calling her higher, higher in you, God. Higher, higher in the anointing, Lord God. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Lord God, for meeting her where she is, but not leaving her there, Lord God. Thank you for the elevation and the love of Shia. Thank you for the incline of today, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So, Father God, we just give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. None of me, all of you, less of me, more of you. Have your way, Father God. You said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and everything else shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and everything else shall be added unto you, Lord God. So we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for being the shepherd over us, Lord God. We thank you. Oh, shake it and I will see ya. We thank you, Lord God. You said, train up a child in the way that he shall go. And when he grow older, he shall not depart from it. So, Father God, thank you for our training day after day. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. So I know you ladies know me. You know you know me from doing Facebook Live, and you know a little bit about me. But just to give you a, just a little bit more about me, you know, I I have been through hell, and, 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 and guess what? I've been through it. I've been through it. I got through it on the other side, and does hell come and try to try to knock me down every now and then? Yes, it does. But God, but God, but God, and God has has truly equipped me to be able to just minister to other women, teach other women, even men, you know, to just be used by him to take people, for, to transform them and to transition them. See, what good is it to be transformed if you're going to stay on the same level you're on? You have to transform to transition. Amen. So I just want to say I just thank God for this day. I thank him for what he has in store for each and every one of us. So I had to stop and give my father praise. And I know both of you ladies know what that is because you do it on a regular basis. Amen. Because it's not just what you do, it's who you are. And when something becomes a part of you, you do it without thinking. You do it without even trying. Come on, somebody. Ooh, shake it and I won't see you it's a part of my nature. Come on, somebody, for me to give him praise, for me to worship him, for me to be in tune with him, for me to cast all my cares upon him, for me to know that he is my rock. Come on, somebody. So I just, I didn't come to preach at you, but at the same time, it's something about when God is in the midst. He said, where there is two or three, my God, gather in agreement, he is in the midst. So, Daddy, we welcome you, and we say, have your way. So now... You know, far as myself, I, I, I'm, I'm the eldest of three. I have three children, three adult children, and I have two grandchildren. And I'm going to be honest with you, going to my next level, mm, ooh, how did I say? my next level is, ooh, is learning how to not long, no longer live a single parent life, but to learn to live a single woman's life. That's a difference. 
because, see, when you live a single parent's life, you have to live your life on such a level that you have to think about your children before you make certain decisions. But now that my children are older, I can think for myself, think about myself, not saying that my life won't won't you know, uh, affect theirs. My decisions won't affect theirs, but not to the degree that it did when they were younger. I hope you're understanding what I'm saying, but I will be unmuting you in just a minute for you to be able to come on somebody. Okay, right now I'm going to um quickly, and, and I'm, I'm going to mute you, Wantina. Uh, uh, one thing, uh, anything you feel like you need to say right now, anything you feel like you need to get off right now, on the, right where you are. You got anything that you want to say before I go further? You there, one thing? I'm, I'm just okay. listening. I just, I'm just okay, listening. Great I understand being a single parent, you definitely have to think about your kids, you know what I'm saying, and every decision and choices that you make. Because it and the reason why I muted you first was because I know that you are a single woman with mm-hmm. adult children. So I wanted to just hear your input on that real quick. Because once I get in, I'm, I'm not going to be able to unmute you guys. Yeah. So how, how do you feel about your next level without the children? I, I, I still have to deal with my grandchildren, but as far as my adult children, I just... Right now, I'm just kind of like at a point where I'm stuck because mm. my whole life had taken a turn. You know, oh, yeah, I, oh, yeah. my whole life had taken a turn. I was working a full-time job, and I left the job, and I had two businesses and was making six figures. And now it's it's, it's though I'm on a fixed income. So it's like mm. totally, totally, my lifestyle totally, totally is different. I'm on a fixed income and a fixed living situation, and it's extremely hard. But but more than anything, I was called to the ministry when I was 11, and I didn't go forth until I was almost 30, and I'm and I sing and minister. So I'm, it's like I'm stuck right now. I don't know which way to go, and I I'm at a I'm at a like I'm just in a box, and I'm in I'm being sealed off from a bunch of things. And I don't know which way to go. That's the reason I took the call when you made it to get in on this call because I I need some direction. I need it first from God. And then, you know, God speaks through people. So he uses us to anoint and help one another, you know. And that's the reason I took the call. Amen. Well, you know what, girl, I'm not even going to get stuck on you because (laughs) I got a word for you. That's all I'm saying. I, I got to work that's, you that's all I needed. So I want to thank you for sharing briefly. Thank you. I'm going on to Joanne. Joanne, do you feel there's anything in your spirit or anything that you want to say before we go to the next level? Um, well, I'm just happy to be here. I usually, you know, I've been working seven days and, um, this is my only weekend off, but I'm just thankful to God to be here. And, um, you know, I love you dearly. I do. I really do. I never met you. I love person, you. But I, that comes from a, 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 that's a sincere heart when I'm saying I really love you. Um, I'm just thankful to God where he had me at now. I used to complain. I don't mm-hmm. complain no more because God has, 
I mean, he has really truly been showing me who he is. I haven't had to go without. Um, um, I've been, like I said, I've been on my job for 22 years. I'm in the um, I'm in the medical field, but I just feel that's not what God wants me to be. I just, mm. I just, it's just not where He wants. It's just, it's just something. It's just not where He wants me to be. I feel it in in my spirit. I always talk about owning my own business, but I talk about it, but I have a part of me just fear, fearful that, well, what if it don't work? And I also know that God is not a part of fear because he wouldn't have never put it in my spirit. So that's that's where I am. I want to be able to go to the next level. I don't want to, I don't want to work for people no more. I mm. want to be able I want to be able to own my own business, but I also want to be able to own it to glorify God, to show God who to show who God is in this thing. Amen. So that's where I Ooh. am. I feel a stirring in my spirit about that, and I what? think about it. I wake yeah. up in the middle of the night thinking about that. It be on my heart all the time, all the time. It's so heavy on my heart, like. You know, you've been in the medical field for over 22 years, Joanne, but this is not where I want to be. So I asked God to, to, to order my footsteps, and I know he will, and I know he's doing a new thing in my life, and I'm just I'm just thankful and I'm grateful. So I'm here today to hear a word from God. Amen. 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 Thank you both for sharing. That is, I mean, both of you guys, I'm going to tell you this. This class is telling me for both of you. It's telling me for both of you. So we're just going to go straight in. We just, because I, I can't get distracted and I can't hold you longer than what I need to. So, with that being said, I feel every class should answer who, hallelujah, Moshe. It should answer the who, the what, the when, the where, the how, and the why. Every Everything that, even before you make a decision, Vision to do anything. I heard one lady say, I'm stuck. I heard another lady say, I'm ready to ship. Come on, somebody. In, in, in order for you to do that, you have to ask yourself those six, six uh, questions. And it's just with one word, who, what, when, where, how, and why. So who is this class for? To be honest with you, it's, with a, it's for people that are ready to shift from their stuck season from their stuck season, because if you really think about, uh, it, it, no, keep going, keep going, Keisha, keep going. What is it? It is to, it is to usher you into, it is to make you become better. Come on, somebody. It is to push you forward or it's to take you higher. In order, God, Bishop Ronald always says, you must be, to, be, do, and then have. Be, do, and then have. Be, do, and then have in that order. I must become better in order to do better for me to have better. So what am I saying? My God, when 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 will it take place? When we move into action. When we take the information that's given, apply it to our lives, and move it into action. Whew. Where? Where will it take place? It has to take place from within before it can do anything on the outside. It's almost like changing your diet. In order for you to 
to for us to see the change on the outside, you must first begin to do things on the inside. Meaning you have to do things in hiding. You have to do things in the secret place. You have to do things in the dark. So you're going to drink and eat differently, and you're not going to quite see the difference, the change immediately. But we will begin to see it, but it all started from within. Who, what, when, where, how, and why. Who I said is 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 this class is for you. I said, what is it? It's it's to get you, it's to help you shift from your stuck place. It's to shift you from the place that you're stuck in. When will it take place? When we apply the, the teachings, when we apply the word of God, apply whatever God has given us, the instructions, apply it to our lives and move it into action. My God where it happens within, how, again, it, it goes back to the application. You know, if, if if you have the instructions and the directions, use them. That's how you go to the next level. Why? Because we're stuck. Because when people are stuck, what do they need? They need someone to help them shift. They need a shift to take place. They need something to push them out. It's like a car being stuck in the mud. Come on, somebody. The car is stuck in a ditch. What is going to happen? Something is going to push it. You can get a lot of people to push it out. You could get a certain type of equipment to pull it up. Come on, somebody. And it's going to make a difference in the vehicle being on, 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 on stuck in a ditch or, or out on level ground for it to be able to go uphill. Amen. It's going to make it better. It's going to put it in a better position for it to be able to do what it needs to do. So let me start. And well, I don't even have to ask you what attracted you to this course because you've already shared it. So that was my question. Can can I start by asking you what attracted you to this course and why did you consider it and what moved you into action? And you just said it. Look, one lady said I was stuck. I need to move forward. I want to, you know, do what I'm called to do. And another woman said, you know what, I've been in this place for a long time and I'm not complaining anymore. Come on, I have no more complaints, but I know that God is calling me greater. I want to have my own business. And I believe, and guess what? But I believe in my spirit that this class was for me. So that's why we're here. We are all here because God is calling us higher. Come up hither, my daughter. Come up hither, my daughter, meaning I need you to come from the place that you, where you are, and I want you to come up here, my God. So have you ever asked yourself these questions? What am I doing wrong? What am I not doing? What can I do differently? Why me? Why not me? When is my season coming? When is my turn? When is my turn and my time going to show up for me? I remember hearing my bishop say it could be your time but it might not be your turn. So when is my time and my turn going to come in sync with one another that it will show up for me to be able to go to my next level? My God, when? Why? We ask those questions all the time. Why me? Why not me? What can I do differently? What am I doing wrong? My God, only to end up with this last statement, 
I am tired. I'm tired. Here's a better one. It's been prophesied to you. Your pastor confirmed it. It's your season. It's your time. It's your turn. He said, reach out and grab it. You grabbed it. You reached up. You shouted about it. Come on, somebody. Yet you're still in the same place. You're still on the same level. You were on fire for a little while, but slowly your fire began to burn out, which left you burned out. You know you're called to do something greater. Being someone that is that is great, operating in greatness. Because, see, we're already great. We're already great because we belong to the greater one. We're already great. Greatness is in us, but we want to operate in our greatness. But sometimes we feel hope is gone. That's why we're here. So I got news for you, ladies. This morning, come on, somebody, God is about to show up and show out in your life. And, yes, I do mean that. I absolutely mean that because if you knew how hard it was to to to, to just say, God, I don't need a whole lot of people, but with whoever you ordained for this, you send them. You sent them, and I trust you. So, Lord, we invite you in again. I give you full authority over me in this line and over every woman's life that's on this line. So if you're ready to go to the next level, see, it's one thing to be ready. It's another thing to be ready and prepared. I know you ladies have heard me share that many times on Facebook. To be ready is for someone to say, hey, Shakisha, I I, I want to um you to come and pick me up because I need to go to the store. I'll be ready when you get there. But when I get there, I'm blowing the horn. You're telling me to hold on. You got to walk the dog. You got to turn off the eye on the stove. You, you got to put your shoes on. You were ready, but you weren't prepared. And even as Bishop Delcy Brown always says, preparation meets opportunity. You don't get in life what you want. You get in life what you prepare for. So we must be prepared to go to the next level. And in order for us to go to the next level, the four things that we cannot take with us, and actually I'm going to add five just because somebody mentioned it and they will hear it at the end. So I got to say thank you, God, because she she actually gave me one more. So I'm going to say there are five things that we must drop off on the level we're on in order for us to go to the next level. Now, as I'm speaking, if you have pen and paper, you can write down whatever it is. Now, you don't have to write down the notes because I'll send you the notes. But write down the things that God ministered to you. It could be something. It could be something that just stands out to you because that's for you. That means that is tailor-made for you. So get your pen and your paper and write it down as God began to speak to you. Amen. So the five things that we must drop off that cannot go with us to our next level is first excuses. We can no longer make excuses. I don't have time. I can't. I want to, but, you know, you don't know how many people have inboxed me, have 
inquired about the class, but then they say, oh, but I, I, I want to, but I can't. And I, excuses keep you nailed to the place that you're in. I, don't, I, can't, I can't entertain excuses. Procrastination is the second one. Procrastination, I will do it when I have time. Uh, you, know, I, you, you know that you're scheduled to be at the doctor at 10 o'clock, but you procrastinated, and guess what it did? It made you late. And then when you get to the office and they turn you around and say, well, you know, we only allow you 15 minutes grace period and you're, five, you're 20 minutes late. Now you're upset, but it was procrastination. You procrastinated. You knew that you had an appointment, but you kept taking your time. I will do it when I have time or I'm going, or I'm going but, you know, you, you just wait to the last minute, basically. So number one is excuses, number two is procrastination, and number three is anxiety. Anxieties, oh, my God. Have you ever had a, you ever had this thing in you where you begin to say, well, what if it doesn't work? Or what if, what if this happening? What if that happening? Now your anxiety got you so all messed up that you can't even, you can't move. Because guess what? It leads you to the next one, fear, which is what? Joanne said, she said, you know, fear, I can't, I can't operate in fear anymore. See, fear, it stops you from being, it's, it's, fear is, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, being afraid of heights. Fear is being afraid of heights. What am I saying? Have you ever been on a free fall or some type of uh, uh, ride at Six Flags or Great Adventures and and it takes you up real high and you're so afraid of heights, that's why you won't ride the ride? Well, see, God is taking you on an incline. He's about to take you to your next level and you can't operate in a fear of heights because if not, if you you continue to stay in in a place of fear of heights, you're going to stay on the level you're on. So we can't have excuses, procrastination, anxiety, Fear, and the last one, which is the what the woman gave me, thank you so much, is complaints, complaining. See, in order for you to go to the next level, you must master the level that you're on. You can't go to a, a higher grade if you're not promoted from the grade that you're on, and promoters don't complain. Come on, somebody. Promotion. Why would I complain? Because I'm about to get a promotion. See, what God wants us to do, he wants to put us in a place that, 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 that we don't look at problems as problems. We look at a problem as we are the solution to the problem. And when I know I am the solution because my father is my solution, come on, somebody, and he gives me the solutions to my problem, I'm not afraid of problems, so I don't have a reason to complain. So let's drop off excuses, procrastination, anxieties of any kind, fear, and complaints on the level that we're on right now because we're about to go higher. Get on your mark. Get set and let's go. Level is a flat surface. Level is a flat surface. That's why I told you. Your neck, everyone's neck is different. But everyone's level is the same. Why? Because we're all on the same level. I'm, I'm about to blow your mind with this. I'm about to really blow your mind with what I'm about to tell you. So now let's.
a variety of On the same and we're not experiencing any. I, I saw you drop off, so I was waiting on you. Um, we're not experiencing anything different, my God. So let me go over this again. Level is a flat surface. Ah, next is close by, which comes which comes immediately afterwards. Next level is a variety of actions to determine the deviation from being horizontal, simply to depart from the usual. So your next level requires you to incline. Incline is to have the tendency to do something different. I added different to it. It said incline is the ten is to have the tendency to do something. No, no, no. We don't just want to do something. We want to do something different from what we've been doing because what we've been doing has been given getting us the same results over and over again. So tendency is an inclination toward a particular characteristic or type of behavior. Oh my Jesus. Tendency is an inclination toward a particular characteristic or type of behavior. Keisha, can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, as I was saying, we must become in order to do, in order to have. So I have to I have to take on the characteristics of a business owner. Come on, somebody. I got to take on the characteristics of, a, of operating in my calling. I have to take on the characteristics, and I have to begin to do a di- learn a different type of behavior, meaning I have to get up early. I have to rise up. Come on, somebody. Rise up and do something different. My God, do something different than what I've been doing in order for me to become and do on a greater level and have what it is that I desire to have. Because God's word says, if you, my Jesus, if you delight yourself in me, I shall give you the desires of your heart. So guess what? We have to take on a the delightful characteristic, and we our behavior have to be that delightful, not a murmur or a complainer. We got to delight ourselves in him that we will have the desires of our heart. So Proverbs. 4, 20 through 23 reads, my son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings, 
Let them not depart from thy from thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for there are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Now watch this, ladies. Watch this. Because one thing I believe God says in all things, get understanding. Because if you can't understand my word, you can't apply my word, my Jesus. If you can't understand my word, you can't apply my word to your life. So we're going to get a better understanding of what I just read to you. My God. I read it out of the King James Version. The reason why I read it out of the King James Version is because I wanted you to hear where God God showed me. God said, he said, daughter, in order for you to go to your next level, you must incline. And I kept hearing the word incline, 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 my Jesus. And I said, daddy, it's a word in this. And he said, yes, it's my word. It's my word, my Jesus. And he said, incline your ears unto my sayings. But watch this. When I read it in the New Living's Translation, in the New Living Translation, it says, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my word. What did God say? He said, my word, I am my word. My word was, my word was God. My word was, my word was with God. At the end of the day, he is his word. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. This is word, not Keisha's word. For they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Come on, somebody. To their whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. It determines the course of your life. Okay, hold on. You said my phone my phone is breaking up, you guys. Let me make sure you can hear me. My phone is breaking up. It was before, but it stopped now. When I went out, it was breaking up. Okay, okay. We good right now? Yeah, we good. Oh, okay, great job. Okay. So let me proceed. Thank you for telling me, Joanne. Um, You're welcome. Here we go. Okay. So, Proverbs 4, 20 and 23, I want you all to meditate on that. You know, my son, attend to my words, incline thy ears unto my sayings. Let them let them not depart from thine eyes, Jesus. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for there are life unto those that find them, and help to, to help to all their flesh, to their whole body, to their whole body, mentally, emotionally, physically, socially, financially, 
my Jesus, spiritually, your whole, your whole body. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. When you think about the woman with the issues of blood, I'm not going to go there, but I just want to give you this. This is a, this is a nugget, so this is something you should write down. If you think about the woman with the issues of blood, she was bleeding from every so many different place she didn't even know where she was bleeding from and she was going out and asking everybody come on somebody have you ever been in that place where you were hurting you were bleeding from so many different areas in your life and you're constantly going out and you're trying to pay and ask somebody to help heal you come on somebody and but reality check is my question is is the issue you because sometimes God has given us a word or God has put someone in our lives and sometimes they're not packaged the way, come on somebody, they're not packaged the way that we thought they would be. I'm saying that on any level, friendship, relationship, I know I'm going in another direction, I'm about to pull myself right back in, but sometimes the woman with the issues of blood, could it be that you're the issue? And at times God will come to you and he will send someone to you with a word that can take you to another place, but you 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 won't incline your, your ears until unto his saying, unto his word. So what is an incline? It's a slope. It's a ramp. It's a rise. It's a hill. It's a slope. It's a ramp. It's a rise. It's a hill. Have you ever walked on a treadmill, ladies? You were walking on the treadmill, and as long as you was on level surface, my God, I remember walking on a treadmill, and I, as long as I was on level surface, guess what? I was just walking, and I could I could run, and I was just walking, and I, and I was like, oh, this easy. This easy. Come on, somebody. It's level ground. It's easy. Oh, I'm good at this, so I can do this. But the moment that the, 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 the instructor, the moment that the, oh, my God, the, the, uh, the, the person that was uh, training me put it on the incline. Oh, oh! I begin to say, "Oh, wait a minute! Oh, oh, oh! This hurt! Oh, this this hurt! My God! Oh, I can feel it! Come on, somebody! Because it's something about an incline, a hill, a slope, that a ramp that takes you higher. It puts you on a rise. And yes, it may feel a little uncomfortable, but as you begin to do it, you say, "You know what? But I feel good because guess what? I'm exercising things that I never exercised before." Yes, I'm on a treadmill, and we're on an incline now. My God. To incline is to go higher, to go uphill, to rise above surface level. See, when you incline, you you're not you you can't you can't hang with the same people you used to hang with. You can't do the same thing you used to do because guess what? It no longer challenged me. Come on, somebody, my next level challenge. The challenge is getting to the next level. My God. The the challenge is getting to the next level. My, my, my. So here we go. The first step that God gave me, Jesus. The first step to getting you to the next level is to examine yourself. Is to examine yourself. So this is what I want you to do, honey. I, I seriously want you to do this. If you can get that pen and that paper, 
and you can write this word. Just write it just like you would write any other word. Write the word level, L-E-V-E-L, on a sheet of paper. And I want to give you just a few seconds. I'm not going to give you long. It's not that deep. But I want you to examine that word. I want you to look at that word carefully because in order to examine anything, you have to look at it carefully. My Jesus. Who, Jesus? Look at that word level, L-E-V-E-L, carefully. And I want you to tell me if you see something, whatever it is that you see, whatever it is about this word level, I'm going to unmute you guys right now. And I'm going to ask you what what does that word what does that word say to you right now? What do you when you're examining this word, Joanne, what does that word say to you? Or what is it about this word on this piece of paper? Mm-hmm. What do you see? And and this is not a trick question. Please don't think that. I just want I just want to I want to show you something. And if it's nothing, then say it's nothing. No, I see. To me, for me, it's fear. Okay. That's what I see. Okay. Stay there. Thank you for sharing. Stay right there. Montina, can you share? Huh? What do I you see? see? When I see the word level, I see an escalator going up. Okay. So we see. Okay, hold it. Stay right there. So now let me show you what I see. Now let me tell you something. You guys have been on Facebook Lives with me. You have heard me speak. And a lot of times I know I'm speaking spiritually. And and guess what? Majority of the time that's what they're going to get, you know, because that's what's in me. And I realize that when I try to deviate from it, you better hear what I'm saying. When I try to deviate from it, guess what? God began to say, oh, there's no power in you. If there's no power in you when you <laughs> come on somebody, it's something about my Holy Spirit and my word that when you bring it forth, that's the power. That's the anointing. So I'm saying that to say this. I always tell you guys about perspective. I always say it's your perspective. It's your perception of something. It's your perception of something. So we had one person that says the perception, their perspective of this word is fear. Because she felt like staying on level ground, guess what? You you you, you can be fearful of what, what it is to come. Uh, you have another lady say it, she sees escalator. Now I'm about to blow your mind because my perception of this word is so different, though it's going to embrace both of what you said. So when I looked at the word level, ladies, I want you to really, really, oh, I want you to really look at this word level. And when I looked at this word level, this is where God began to minister to me. He said, Shakisha, I want you to write the word level on a piece of paper. And I want you to really examine that word. And the first thing that I noticed about the word level was if, if if you spell it 
forward or backwards is spelled the same way. Y'all better hear me on today. Level is L-E-V-E-L, going forward. If you spell it backwards, it's L-E-V-E-L, meaning it's on the same level. It, it doesn't matter what, how, how you put it. It's the same level, ladies. It's the fear. Come on, somebody. I'm going to work with your work with what you've given me. That is the level of fear because whether you're going forward or backwards, you're ending up with the same thing. But in the very middle of that word, you see a V. A V has an incline. Come on, somebody. A V is like an escalator. Come on, somebody. It takes you up and it takes you down. It has a valley low experience and it has a mountain high experience. And that's when God gave me the word that level in order to get to your next level, Shakisha. I need you to get on an incline. Come on, somebody. I need you to incline. I need you to escalate. I need you to come out of fear of asking someone to pay for a class. Even if they don't do it, I need you to come out of that because I'm trying to escalate you. I'm trying to take you to higher heights. Oh, my God, am I helping somebody on today? Is that not um, – Joanne, did that minister to you, sweetheart? Yes. Indeed. Do you see Indeed. that word level? Do you see how that word going forward and backwards is the same thing? Yes. Do you see the V in the very middle? It's, it, 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 that's the only letter in there that has an incline. Mm, yes. In the yes. very middle. What did I say? I said, and I'm about to unmute you, uh, Wantina, but what did I say, Joanne? I said, Joanne, the fit, the escalating, going to the next level, the challenge is in going up. Mm. The challenge isn't getting up, it's going up. Once you get up there, you're no longer challenged. Amen. My God. Okay, stay right there, mm. my sister. I got I, I I believe teaching me people have to have to be uh my God, they gotta talk back to you. So t- uh uh one thing. Did you see that word? I see it. I see it. And I noticed that that was a great point. What no matter how you spell it, it's the same way. Every backwards or forward. That's that's awesome. Backwards or forward, it's the same thing. So if I drop off the L and the E in the front and the E and the L on the back, what does it leave me? The V. The V is victory. The V is the incline. The V takes me higher. The V takes me to greater levels. The the V is going to challenge me. I'm no longer a victim of my circumstances. I'm coming off the level that I'm on. I'm dropping off the L and the E. I'm leaving it behind. I'm dropping off the E and the L. I'm leaving it behind. And guess what I'm doing? I'm moving to greater heights because now I got the victory. Getting the victory is not getting on higher level plane. Getting the victory is making up and making up your mind that I'm going to go to the incline. My God. You good, Tina? I just wanted to allow you to share. One thing? Uh-huh, I'm here. You good? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, so, ladies, I had to show you guys that because that's what God showed me. And it blessed my soul. It blessed me. Ah, she cut it out My God. Okay, here we go. So I had to explain it to you because your next level 
requires you to examine yourself, my Jesus, and see, oh, thank you, Lord, to examine yourself. See, I want you to see how you had one person that looked at the word and saw one thing. You had another person that saw another. We all had different perspectives of this word. And guess what? We all have different perspectives of ourselves. But what does God say? What does God say about you? So I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians 13, because this is what God gave me, so I can't deviate from it. Just one second. 2 Corinthians 13, what was it? 13, 5, and 2, I think. Let me see. Examine yourself. The 2 Corinthians 13, 5. Watch this. Examine yourselves to see if your faith is genuine. Test yourselves. Surely you know that Jesus Christ is among you, is among you. If not, you have failed the test of genuine faith. My Jesus. Examine yourselves to see if your faith is genuine. Test yourselves. Surely you know that Jesus Christ is amongst you now. If not, you have failed the test of genuine faith. So what am I saying? I'm saying what I got what I got from that is God said it. God said faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things are not seen. But he said without faith it is impossible to please him. But he said, if you have the mustard seed side of, of faith, you could tell the mountain to, you could cast the mountain into the depths of the sea. So, so, so when I when I, now, now, now I'm freelancing this thing real quick. So when I think about faith, when you examine your yourself, he said, examine yourself to see if your faith, your faith, is genuine. Only you can answer that. Only you can answer that. If faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, what is your faith in? Is your faith in what you have today? Is your faith in your money, your job? Your faith in, come on, somebody, your faith in your relationship. You know, if your husband decides to leave tomorrow, is your faith in him or is, in your, or is your faith in God? And, and, and when I look at that, seriously, I see it on so many different levels because without faith, think about what he said. He said, you know, so you know God is amongst you. So if, if, and if he's not, it's because you're, you don't have no faith. Because God is operated by when he when you when you when you tell your daddy I believe I believe I believe 
I know who you are. I know you for myself. I have faith in you even when I don't have faith in myself. I got faith in my father. Where's your faith? That wasn't in the notes. <laughs> that wasn't in the notes, ladies. Because God wants us to examine ourselves, all right? He wants us to examine ourselves. Jesus. Bishop Del C. Brown, and you're going to always hear me say that because that's my teacher. You know, am I sitting in a class with him on, um, I'm talking like a class that, that, that I signed up personally? No. No. I sit in the pews, and I, and I learn, and I apply, and I move it into action, and I see, I've seen my life change. I've seen my life change. So what does he say? He says, if you ask the right questions, you'll get the right answers. If you ask the right questions, you'll get the right answers. Must I add, the right answers are the right solutions to your problems. A lot of times we don't ask the right questions to get the right answers, and the answers, the right answers are the right solutions to anything that we're questioning. To examine yourself is to inspect yourself in detail to determine your nature or condition. It's to investigate, my God. It's to look closely and carefully to learn more about you. It's to find solutions. Now, guess what? When I read it in the, the, the Webster Dictionary, it said it's to find problems. No, I'm not looking for the problem. I know what the problem is. The problem is I've been playing on level ground. Come on, somebody. And, and I'm looking for a solution. I'm looking for a solution. So I began to say, I believe in interviews. I believe that when we go on interviews, you know, an interview they, what, what, why do we go on interviews for jobs? We go on interviews because they ask you questions because they want to feel you out. They want to see if, if you're a good candidate for the job. They want to see, you know, it's certain questions that they ask that is going to, to determine, come on, somebody, if you're a solution to their problem because they have a, 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 um, they have a, a position that's open, but it requires a certain type of person to fulfill, come on, somebody, to fulfill it. That it because if it didn't require a certain type of person, they'll hire anybody. But instead, they ask you a couple of questions. So I'm going to put some questions out there that's going to stir something up in you as you carefully examine who you are. Because we are not what we do. We are not what, what we've done. We are not what has happened to us. But we must examine ourselves on the level we're on in order for us to go to the incline, for that is a part of the incline. That's that's your first step to inclining. 
is to examine yourself. So one of the first things that I want to tell you is when you go into an interview session, the first thing that they say, they introduce themselves to you. They introduce their company to you. Come on, somebody. So I want you to think about that that place that you want to go to, and I want you to interview yourself. I want you to be that person that will ask you those questions about being a entrepreneur, about having your own business. Come on, somebody. You have to ask yourself those questions, Joanne. You have to ask yourself those questions, Tina. If you want to be in a place of ministry, you want to be able to minister, let God minister through you, and you want to be able to take your, go, go to higher heights and speaking at conferences and, and engagements and being at paid engagements and, and getting paid. Come on, somebody, for what you do. Oh, Joanne, you want to be able to be the, the, the person on the opposite side of the desk that's saying, I need a position field. And it requires a certain type of person, a particular person with certain type of characteristics. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ooh. See, it's something about when God has ordained a word. It always brings, in, in closing, it always takes you back, my Jesus, to where it all started. I need you guys. This is your, uh, this is your assignment, and I'm about to read off these questions. And the questions, you don't have to write the questions down. Again, I'm going to send you, but if it's a question that sticks out to you, write it down. If it's a question that initiates you to ask yourself another question, Write it down. If it's a statement that comes from what I'm saying, if you hear God, because your ears are in tune, they have inclined to his teaching. My Jesus, I need you to look at yourself, not as the interviewee, the person that's being interviewed, but as the interviewer. You're the one that's about to interview yourself. And I want you to look at yourself from a different perspective because, see, sometimes we're so hard on ourselves. We, 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 we can find everything that's wrong, but we can't find anything that's right. And the things that we find right, we feel like, oh, well, that's nothing. No, it is something. So I want you to, I want you to think about what I'm about to say and however it comes off to your understanding. I want you to write it down, and this is something I want you to do, okay? This is an assignment. I want you to be the interviewer, and you're looking for a particular characteristic or type of behavior in you. You're also the interviewee, meaning you're interviewing yourself. I want you to think about if you, if you, uh, 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 Joanne, I'm sorry. If you, if I were to ask you to tell you that I wanted to help you start your own business, and I want to ask you, you know, I'm, in, I'm going to introduce myself to you, and then I want you to think about the things that when I begin to read off these questions, I want you to begin to examine yourself. And, again, this, this assignment is not going to be able to be done here online. You're going to have to take it offline, and you're going to have to apply what I'm saying to uh, 
the assignment. So then you will get it. You will get it. It's gonna come. It's gonna come alive to you. And want to. And so, well, first I'm gonna start with Joanne. So Joanne, you want to start your own business, and I want to. Uh, I want to invest in you. I want to invest in you. It doesn't matter the dollar amount. I just believe in you. I believe that you have what it takes to run your own business. I believe that, you know, you are that person. You're that person that can can get up early in the morning. You're that person that can, can uh, you know, uh, uh, meet and greet people. And you're, 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 you're uh, Jesus, help me, Lord God. Thank you, God. You set the atmosphere for 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 things to get done. You're a woman of doing what it is that you need to do. You don't procrastinate. You don't operate in fear. You don't have excuses. You don't complain. Come on, somebody. You are the woman that I'm looking for. But I need to, to ask you a few questions. I need to ask you a few questions. But I want you to know my intentions is to is to invest in you and take you to a greater level. My intention is to, the thing that you see, I'm about to give it to you because in order for you to see that you first got to see it. So I need you to open up your spiritual eyes and I need you to tell me what it is that you see so I can invest in you, Joanne, because this is not me speaking, Joanne, this is your father. I want to invest in you, but I need you to take inventory of yourself. My God, one Tina, I am here and, and I have a call on your life and I have some greater things that's in you that I need to develop through you. And I know you're there. I know you're there. I know you're there because you're there with me in the midnight hour. I know because you're constantly talking to me and I realize, you know what, I've overlooked you and maybe it's your season, it's your time and it's your turn. And it's going to determine what's going to determine that is I need you to know that I'm ready to invest in you. I'm ready to 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 uh transport you and I'm ready to get you ready to go to the next level. Both of you ladies, God is ready to take you to the next level. He's ready to elevate you, he's ready to push you forward, but he's asking you I need you to examine yourself. And in order for you to examine yourself and for you to take it seriously, I have to know that you are prepared for this interview. Now, this interview that I'm talking about, I'm, 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 I'm going to interview you as well because I know what I've put in you, and I know who I've called you to be. So I need you to get prepared because you are about to interview yourself. And the and I just I just gave you my spiel on what my intent is. I have a position for you. It's the title that you want. It's exactly what I've ordained your life and ordained you to do and to become. Come on, somebody, to become, do, and have. It is to take you to the next level. It is to, is to take you off the level you on and place you on an incline. And the first thing I want to ask you is, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Can you tell me a little bit about yourself? The next question I want to ask is, what sets you apart? What sets you apart? The next question is, what position do you desire to have? 
So tell me about yourself. Tell me what sets you apart. Tell me what position you desire to have. The next question is, what about, what is it about your next that makes you uncomfortable? What is it about your next that makes you uncomfortable? Because guess what? It should. It should make you uncomfortable. Because if it doesn't, then it means it's not a, it's not a next level for you. Right now, this inter these interviewing questions should make you so uncomfortable. So. Tell, actually, actually, let me rephrase that, is tell you about yourself. Because you got to remember you're interviewing yourself. What sets you apart? What position do you desire to have? What about your next that makes you uncomfortable? That's four. Five is, do you like what you see on the level you're on? Do you like what you see on the level you're on? Are you performing to expectations or exceeding them? Have you ever gotten a report card and it said she meets expectations, she exceeds expectations, Lord knows we didn't want our mother to get below expectations. Number one is tell you about yourself. Number two is what sets you apart. Number three is what position do you desire to have? Number four is what about your next that makes you uncomfortable? Number five is, do you like what you see on the level you're on? That is so powerful. I hope that stands out to somebody because that is so powerful. You can see that on one level and see it on another level. I'm going to give it to you the way that I see it. Do I like what I see on the level that I'm on? It could be a yes and it could be a no. It could be yes because I am I am flourishing on the level that I'm on. I am blooming where I've been planted. And it could be no because guess what? I have exceeded the level that I'm on, and I no longer look good on this level, and it's time for me to go to my next, my Jesus. Number six, are you performing to expectations or exceeding them? Good question. Number seven, what's your emotional investment? What's your emotional investment? That's number seven. I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit. What's your emotional investment? What's your emotional investment? When you think about people that are emotional, emotional people are sometimes out of control because they don't have control of their emotions. So you can come from, you can look at this as two different ways. Again, emotionally, I can be investing negatively 
my Jesus, because I'm all over the place and I'm just, oh, my God, I just don't know what to do. I just wish I, oh, God, help me, Lord. And, and you're so emotional, you know, that if someone really told you what to do, you you, you too emotional. Even it's, The investment is, is negative. You're always coming out on a negative. You ever you ever you ever put money in your bank account and then sometimes they send you a, a a statement and have a negative a dollar and fifty cents. Oh Jesus, you be like this. Could you just put the dollar fifty in there, Jesus? Can you just put it there? But a negative. But then you got emotional and a, a positive emotional investment that I have my emotions under control. I'm not moved emotionally. I deal with truth in facts, because though I may feel that I'm not prepared, guess what? My resume tells me differently. Because, see, when you get emotionally aroused and emotionally, you know, out of control, you know, some people give out of emotion. And then they wonder, well, why nothing happened? Because it, 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 you gave out of, an, out of an emotion. You did something out of an emotion. No, you have to even though you need an emotional investment, it, it must be positive. Guess what it means? I am emotionally in control. I'm not all over the place. I hope that helps somebody. Number eight. This kind of this question is kind of eight and nine kind of in sync. What was your greatest success? I want I want you to think about your last. I mean, what was your greatest Success. Well, what was your last successful moment? You know, success is really in, it's really the process of succeeding. When you get the the, the a reward, it, it, you already know you're about to get the diploma. It was the process of going through school. From nine to twelfth grade, it was the process of high school that when you got to the graduation, you know what I'm saying, you already you already know you're gonna graduate because the process has processed you for the reward. I hope that helps somebody. What was your biggest failure? And I'm gonna help you out on this. What was your biggest failure? There are no failures in life when you learn from the fall. There are no failures in life if you learn from the fall, because if I learn from the fall, now I can apply what I've learned as I go, and I won't have that same trip up in the future. So that's nine. What's, 10 is what's, what's the most difficult situation you've overcome? Now, this this among all amongst all questions I've asked you, this has this has to bless you. Watch this. What's the most difficult situation you've overcome? Jesus. Now I'm gonna end this with a statement. You are what you overcome. That's a word for somebody. My God, that's 11. I think that's 11, 8, 9, 10. Oh, this is 11. What have you learned about you? 
this last year, I want you to think about this year. I want you to think about some challenges. I want you to think about some successes. I want you to think about just, you know, your reactions, your actions and reactions. What have you learned about you? And the next one is, who do you see yourself becoming in your in the next year to five years? Because if you can see it, you can seize it. If you can see it, you can seize it. So I'm going to run through these questions real quick, and then I'm going to hit you with uh, some hard truths, and then we're going to end. I mean, we're in it before, well, yeah, about to end before time. So here we go. Tell, the first one is tell you about yourself. Tell you about you. If you can't point out, you know, when you when when you go on an interview, I want you to really interview yourself, ladies, for the next level. Two is what sets you apart. Three is what position do you desire to have? Four is what about the neck? What about your neck that makes you uncomfortable? Five, do you like what you see on the level you're on? Six, are you performing to expectations or exceeding them? When you work for God and you know that God signs your paycheck, guess what? You will always be a woman of excellence even in the working force because guess what? You don't work for man. You work for your father. Number seven, what's your emotional investment? Be careful. Be careful about your emotional investment. It's your emotional bank account. Number eight, what was your your greatest success? Nine, what was your greatest failure? Ten, what's the most difficult situation you've overcome? Because you are what you overcome. I think 11. What have you learned about you? Take time, ladies, and examine yourself because that's what this assignment is all about being able to go to the next level. Who do, number 12, who do you see yourself becoming in the next one to five years? Because if you can see it, you can seize it. Now, I'm going to tell you something about me in an interview. I remember being honest with the interviewer that was interviewing me, and they asked me the question, what is your greatest strength? And I said, helping people. And they said, what is your greatest weakness? I said, helping people. Jesus. They said, but you just answered it the same way because, yes, it, 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 it's, it's a positive and a negative. Because my strength is helping people, sometimes I find myself helping the wrong people or the people that really doesn't want help. And what does it do? What does it, do? it exhausts me. So my greatest strength is helping people. My, my greatest weakness is helping people. So I had to begin to incline my ears to God's teaching, and I had to ask God to sharpen my spirit of discernment for me to know, is this, are these the people? 
are these the women? Because guess what? I I try to force feed everybody, and I say, guess what? Everybody can't. Everybody can't partake of solid food because they still eating on mashed potatoes and cream of wheat and oatmeal, and you trying to give them meat, but they don't know how to digest what they already have. I hope I'm helping somebody. So the next thing is, how do I become my best? The enemy to good is better, and the enemy to better is best. So we want to become our best. We don't want to. We don't want to be just good. We don't want to just be better. We want to become our best. In order to become your best, you need to set goals. And in goals, you have to set. Uh, you have to set immediate goals. What do I want to do in, from in, immediately from now in three months? Come on, somebody. What do I want to do from like in the next thirty days? Just to say that my immediate goal. What is it that I want to do in the next thirty days? My God, you start small, but you always think tall. You start small, but you always think tall. So my immediate goal in 30 days, what is it that you want to do, Wantina? What is it that you want to do, Joanne? My God. And the, and the next thing is set a short-term goal. A short-term goal is anything from three to six months. You know, I would say three to six months, you know. And a long-term, long-term goal is anything from six months to a year or plus years. So we're going to go with what's your immediate goal, which is within 30 days. I want you to challenge yourself and give yourself an immediate goal within 30 days. And I want you to set some short-term goals within the next three to six months, which will take us into the new year. And long-term goals, anything from six to 12 months, six months to a year. I want you to be able to write these down, keep them in a in a folder or, or put them in a folder on your computer that you will be able to come back and see those. It's so many times that I've written things down when I was able to come back and look at a notebook probably a year later, and I've seen that I completed some of my goals. And in some cases, I completed them all and exceeded them all. And the last thing, oh, no, it's two things, two things that I want to give you before closing. We should be able to close at 1130 in seven minutes. I want you to write a description about yourself. Write a description about yourself. It doesn't have to be a long description, but be honest with you. That's how you examine yourself. Examination, when you go to a doctor and and they examine you, they're honest with you. They tell you what they see. They tell you what you must do, you know, to heal that that whatever it is that you may have. Or, you know, if you're doing well, they tell you you're doing well, and they congratulate you. So, but they, but you know, they, they, they write it out. They write out a description of what they saw and why they're telling you what they're telling you. So write a description about yourself. Let it be positive. But even if it's negative, it's good because guess what? You can change what's true today is able to be changed tomorrow. I hope you got that. What's true today with UE is able to be changed tomorrow. Truth is never changed. Amen. God's word is truth. You can't change his truth. 
Thank you, God. The last thing is, what would you like to improve? What would you like to improve? Be honest. In closing, I'm going to leave you with this. We don't compare, compete, or complain. Our next level determines if we take the next step to incline. We heard a word from God. Now we must apply the word and move into action. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining off the evangelist like Coach Shakisha Edmonds. And before closing now, I'm going to unmute you, Joanne. And if there's anything that you would like to share or say before closing, please do so. You have the floor. Well, for me, I just appreciate um, uh, you doing this conference with me. Um, it has truly blessed me and gave me some insight. And um, uh, it just having it, it, it have encouraged me as well because I, I did, you know, I do feel fearful and I do feel stuck at times. But this just gave me some insight, and I just appreciate the word. I do. Amen. And you like, you know what I like what you added because you said it encouraged you. And that's mm. and it inspired you, and that's mm. what we, that's what God wants me to do. He wants mm. me to encourage and inspire. See, encourage is like to encourage someone is to it's almost like amp them up, right? But mm. to inspire them is to is to uh, make them want to do something. Amen. See, a lot of anybody can encourage you. But to right. inspire you, see, I can mm. encourage. Motivational speakers encourage people. Come mm. on, somebody! But you know, when 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 it's an inspiration, it inspires me to do something. I got to mm. do something with the information that that was implanted in me. That was it. It, it was an impact. It was imparted. Now I w- I want it to impact my life, so I have to move it into action. So I love that you was able to say it it, it inspired me and it encouraged me. So Mm. I want to thank you as well for joining me. Thank you so much for opening up yourself and being able to just give of your time to be here on today. Amen. 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 And Wantina, the floor is yours, sweet sister. You have something you would like to share? (laughs) I just want to say I just... God, I give glory to God and honor to God first and, and giving me and just allowing me to know you and to know the gifts that you have. We have so much in common. It scares me sometimes, some stuff you say. But I just thank God for you and the word that you imparted today and the encouragement and inspiration that you gave me today. I just thank God for it and I look forward our coming week. So that can level. Say that again, I'm so sorry. What did you say in the last the last statement? I, I, I can fail and go to the next level. 
Amen. Amen. So with that being said, ladies, um, and I do know that Joanne said um, that she, this like this is her first weekend off, probably her only weekend off, and I, I understand that. I want to say this in closing, and I'm just saying, um, I'm being, I'm being obedient because the Lord told me to be obedient. And as uh, Wantina knows that this was, this was actually, or is actually a paid um, class. All right. It was a paid class, uh, Joanne. I didn't send you the information. And and to be honest with you, is that I'm, I, I've released it and I've given it to God. It's a paid class, if you would, but this is the way it is. The class was $30 a class, and it was for four weeks. And basically that adds up to $120. But if you took it for five weeks, you was able to, I mean, if you took it for, if you paid for it in advance, I was given a discount for $99, and but I want you to hear me, ladies. Don't hang up on me before you hear me because I'm not that type of person. I want you to hear what I'm saying. And want Tina know because I emailed her the information immediately when she heard the broadcast on on Facebook. $30 per session, uh, four classes, but if you paid it in advance, it was $99, and you were given an extra session, which was the fifth session on September the 30th. My, I, I did my part of asking. And I also, because my heart is just always trying to help people. And it still showed me that, guess what? Regardless of how many people that I tried to reach out to, it was you two that needed to be here. At the end of the day, it was you two that needed to be here. These classes will continue. They will continue to be um, uh, on Saturdays from 10 to 12, one class, 8 to 10, another. I didn't have the 8 to 10 because both of you were, were willing to come on at this time. These classes are recorded. So if you feel, if you feel this is not a pressure point, this is not me trying to come at you, none of that. If God lays it on your heart to sow a seed into me, you can go to my PayPal account, which is womenovercoming at gmail.com, and you can sow a seed. Womenovercoming at gmail.com, and you can sow a seed through my PayPal. I love each and every one of you. I thank you for being here with me on today. I pray that you can um, join me on the next uh, four sessions. In the event that you can't but you still want to, I am recording them, and I can email them to you, and you can listen to them in the privacy of yourself and still at that point, if you feel you would like to sow a seed, you will have that option. I love you, love you, love you with the love of the Lord. I thank you, thank you, thank you. And in ending, I'm going to pray us out. Father God, we thank you. We praise your holy name. 
I lift you up on high, God. You said if you be lifted up, you shall draw all men unto you. So I thank you for the drawing on today. I thank you, Lord God, that we are inclining our ears into your word, Lord God, and that we will apply your word to our lives, and it will take us to our next level. We have taken the first step. The first step is examination. The first step is allowing us, even as Joanne said, she said she worked in the, 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 the medical field Father God, and it's like an x-ray, God, take us through our x-ray, that we will be able to see whatever we need to see, but God, more importantly, see ourselves on the next level so we can see the opportunity, Father God, when you allow it to come, God, we thank you even now that you are taking us in the direction, you are propelling us forward, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, you said forget those things that are wished behind, but 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 but, but, but go forward to to the high call, the high call, the high call. Don't worry about what's behind you. Your past can't do anything with you, but help you. Your past is like the enemy unto your feet. And he said, I'll make your enemy your footstool. Your past can help elevate you because of the lessons that you've learned in your past. It helps elevate you to the next level. Come on, somebody. It helps take you to the next level because there are lessons that I've learned and now I can apply them to my life that I won't make the same mistakes over and over again and keeping me on the same level, but bringing me to my incline, that I will come out of my valley low and and, and incline to my mountain high. So God, we just thank you. We thank you. We praise your holy name. I thank you for the women that have come, and I thank you, Lord God, for doing exceedingly abundantly above what all they can think or act. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. And those who favor, say amen. 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 <laughs> amen. I'm going to 